0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, January 11th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Tara Bulcher,
0: and I'm Brett Goodman.
1: Welcome to Rocket City Lift. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are glad to be back with you after a break over the holidays. Happy New Year. And today we're going to talk a little bit about John the Baptist. But before we begin, let's have a moment of prayer.
0: Let us pray. Healing God, we pray that you would come upon this country, come upon this world, and heal where there is brokenness, that you would bring light where there is darkness, that where there are fractures, you would bring reconciliation. God, we know that only you can do this, and we pray that we would be vessels that would enact your grace and love here in the world. We pray this in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. going to read from Matthew's Gospel, the third chapter, verses 1 through 11. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the ax is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God.
0: Tara, what do you think... It means to baptize for repentance. Is repentance still an important theological concept for us?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think repentance is something I, um, didn't understand for a long time. I think in the culture that I grew up in, repentance was you are bad, you do bad things, you should stop, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um. And I find that for me now, the um, best way to understand repentance is to look at it as a Greek word. And it really just means to turn from, to turn around. And so if I consider that I live my life turned toward God, I know that there are things that turn me away from God Mm. and to repent is to simply say, I need to turn that around. I need to go back. And so I think it's hugely important. And sometimes in our denomination, I feel like we so much don't want to come across as like this fire and brimstone person Mm -hmm. that we forget to talk about. Oh yeah. There are a lot of things I need to repent from. Mm -hmm. Um, So what about you? What do you think about repentance?
0: Yeah. I think that that's a, I was thinking the same thing of uh, when I think of repentance that to turn, sometimes I like to think of it as reorient. Um, yes. uh, and I also was thinking about this, you know, repentance and grace are two things that I feel go together. When when we're talking about one, we, we're talking about the other and a big, I think some theological divisions over the course of history, Christianity's history is, almost like the chicken and the egg, like which one comes first? Does repentance come first or does grace come first? Uh, And in our tradition, we say that grace comes first, that God's grace reaches out and in response to that grace, we repent. And that's why I love this question and relating it to baptism because our tradition uh, baptizes infants as a way to say, you know, that God's grace touches you first and then your life is a response to that. Um, there are still believers baptism as well, uh, if you haven't been baptized, but uh, it is that that repentance is a response to the grace that has been given to you. So because God has reached out, because God has already forgiven us because of that, we must reorient. We must that grace. We're not, we're not understanding or, uh, holding on to that grace, uh, in a, uh, true manner if, if it doesn't cause repentance in some way.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's Presbyterians are people of the word because we so value scripture and hold it up. And that is certainly true. But I also think that we are people of response. Hmm. Um, and it helps to, you know, in that prayer of confession every week, think, have I been responding in the appropriate way? And in a lot of ways, I don't. Yeah. And so I have to ask for forgiveness and try again. It's a constant reorienting. I would very much like it if it was a one and done. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really not. It's a it's a way of living our lives. I think.
0: Yeah. Repentance. I I like to think of it as you said to turn or you know just turning. You know, just just the just the verb of that of of uh, or the participle of that of, of turning because it's it's constantly rotating one way and then rotating the other and then rotating back and maybe I maybe I turn a little bit more towards God this week and then maybe I turn a little further away from God um, and. And every time I turn, you know, I, I can have those snapshots and those moments of what it's like to be facing that direction and what that does in my life. And that brings me back to that point. Um, but also it's a continuous.
1: Yeah. And I, I've had the experience of there are things I want to repent of and I find myself almost impossible to turn away. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't. And I think that's why, you know, John the Baptist is he's bad. He knows that God is coming into the world. And so he wants people to repent and kind of make themselves as righteous as they can be Mm -hmm. before God comes into the world. And when he says that Jesus baptized with the Holy Spirit, I think what that means is that those really tough things, too that we can't will to make happen, the Holy Spirit can work through those. And I think those miracles still occur every day.
0: Yeah. I I think that you can't, that, that another way of, for us to understand repentance is sanctification, that, that repentance is part of that act of sanctification, part of that act of making us holy. Um, And that comes in little things and that comes in big things. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, our quote today comes from Dietrich Bonhoeffer from his book, The Cost of Discipleship. He says, is there some part of your life which you are refusing to surrender at his behest? Some sinful passion, maybe, or some animosity, some hope, perhaps your ambition or your reason. If so, you must not be surprised that you have not received the Holy spirit or that prayer is difficult or that your request for faith remains unanswered.
0: Hmm. Am- ambition and reason that th- I would put those in the, those difficult ones that we uh, have a hard and time. Hope, and Right. Hoping, the yeah. things
1: I hope that maybe I shouldn't be hoping for, or that are strictly in God's hands. I know that was the one that kind of got me.
0: Hmm. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us today. Uh, We hope you enjoyed uh, the podcast today. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen.